0: to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the tea in reality, and you can always come here first to quench your reality thirst. I am the girl Lana, the resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea because you know I love me some tea. That's what I do. So if you have the tea, hit me up. Period. Uh yeah. And I don't have I have water, but I didn't put it in my mug today, did to my mug, but you know, if you like this mug, I'll put in a link in the bio where you can get this mug, because you want this mug, you know you do, come on.
1: I am currently waiting on mine to arrive, <laughs> I ordered mine uh, right after their elimination chamber on Sunday, uh, but it is Brooke, your college graduate, who plays way too much Smash to Bros. Although. T- to be honest, I haven't played to Smash Bros. since Monday. I should probably get on that. Uh, and fittingly, on brand, the past couple days, I've been playing WWE 2K22 because I want to be prepped and ready for 23 next month. Um, and also, the roster is looking stacked. Um, but I'm very excited to talk about Elimination Chamber, and
2: yeah. Yep, man, you know what it is, finishing it off, as always. It's Wes <laughs> hitting you with uh, water, as always. And I wish I had seltzer. I don't. But I'm ready to talk wrestling.
0: Yep. So let's talk wrestling. We're here. We might as well talk about it. Because we had our predictions. And um, I kind of think we, between the three of us, we were pretty spot on on what was going to happen. At least one of us was right about everything, about each. Particular match, some more than others, but you know, it's okay.
1: You know, it's not a a competition. I only got one match wrong, but you know, it's not a competition.
0: Which that's fine. That is totally fine. Um, A lot of my picks were based on what I want, which is fine because that's just what you do. What we want it, sometimes you can just manifest it and say it and it happens, but you know. Not always, not always, but we'll start with the same order we started with on the prediction show. We started with the women's Elimination Chamber match first. We all declared eventually that Asuka was going to win this match, and our declaration was true. (laughs) Asuka won this match period. I mean, West, de- West declared it first. I will say West declared it first, mm-hmm. but we all were in very much agreement that that was going to happen.
1: I mean, you couldn't deny it, too. When, when you had... The way the chamber went down is maybe a little more suspect than I think we all were assuming, uh, just based off of the people that were in it. Like The elimination order was a bit off, but when you had oscar come in and get into a pod right and they didn't put her in first for one you know she's not going to come out until the very end and because she is that big of a deal but two and perhaps more importantly the way they were building up oscar in her entrance because i believe she was the first person to come out right and then everybody else came out after and they had an interaction with oscar in the pod right So even though she was the first person out and she went into the pod and we didn't really see her until the end, she was still staying in your mind because people were interacting with her throughout the entire match. So I think she really got like a really good boost just based off of how they produced the chamber at this particular go round.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can't take any any pride in the fact that Oscar won. It was one of the things it's like math, you know, two plus two always equals four. And Oscar was always winning this elimination chamber. Uh, There was no doubt in my mind. Uh, and it, it came true, of course. Um, obviously, Oscar's going to go on uh, into WrestleMania. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but I thought the women's match overall, looking back on it, uh, what an excellent match. Uh, I thought it was, it was quite good. I don't know if it was my favorite match of the entire night, but man, was it a great match. Uh, some really good spots, uh, really interesting, uh, multiple people on one uh, combinations, I thought were very inventive, probably one of uh, the best, you know, like women elimination chambers, period. I thought it was just extremely good.
1: I think the big problem with the elimination chamber for me is that for a while it started to feel really samey, right? Like you get the spots where people get thrown into the chain, somebody jumps off of the top of a pod, you know, somebody occasionally goes through a pod, right? But I feel like both of the chamber matches, and we'll talk about the men's later on uh, in the episode... But I think both of the chamber matches did a really good job about not feeling too repetitive. Um, I think the only thing I remember being like, okay, enough's enough, is when they were doing the whole choking each other out with the chain spots. Because, Wes, how many... We called it out during the show. I think by the time they got Natalia in the chains, we were just like, okay, it's, it, they've done yeah, it like five or six It was times. like, it was this is
2: time. the gimmick, and then it was the gimmick. Um, yeah.
1: Um, but other than that, I think this uh, match was overall really great. Uh, Special shout-out to Liv Morgan's denim attire, because that was straight fire. Um, Not a special shout-out to when and how she was eliminated, but, you know, we don't talk about that.
0: I will say what I will talk about, and this is a special shout-out. I feel like shout-out to Nikki Cross, because... She particularly played the role that she was go- she was supposed to play. Like she came out there and was crazy, Nikki. She sat in the chamber the entire time until it was time for her to go in. Like she she played up the whole thing, like with Carmella, and Carmella's like, "Oh my god, you are crazy!" And then her and Oscar's interaction, and they like, ah, oh, you know, it was just a good thing. I feel like. I, f- I feel like everybody played their roles properly. I feel like some people I would have just swapped out with somebody else because I didn't think they added anything to this match or took away anything from the match. I, f- I mean, I like Raquel. Don't get me wrong. I like her, but she's boring. Like she bored me to tears in this match. I didn't feel anything like she was a presence, but I just didn't, I wa- it wasn't memorable for her performance wasn't as memorable as I would like it to but it was a good match overall i think everybody played off of the character mm-hmm. they were you know they were supposed to play and she's not a flashy character she's not somebody who's going to do any you know she's not crazy she's the, she's the big one she's the strong one she's going to give you athleticism she's going to give you dominance when she's in there and she did that it was just i just i don't know i felt like other characters overshadowed her character but oscar nikki even live carmella even like mm-hmm. it was just you knew what to expect from them and they gave you that I, I still
2: want would you say it's a fair thing to say especially with raquel i feel like everything she did in the ring was absolutely great It's just there's nothing outside of the ring that brings interest to anything that's happening in the ring. And I feel like that's Raquel's issue. You know, so it's less of her performance at Elimination Chamber because I think she had some really great spots. I think, uh, Brooke, we talked about it. A first spear in in a Women's Elimination Chamber Mm -hmm. to go through the chamber. Um, Um, The first time
1: somebody has put somebody else through a pod in a Women's Elimination Chamber because Nia Jax did do the whole, like, tackle herself through the pod trying to hit somebody through the pod during the mm-hmm. win, remember, ages ago mm-hmm. um but that was a great spot i've seen it mm-hmm. before though the spot in this match that i like is sticking out in my head is Liv morgan doing the sunset foot power bomb off the top of is the anyone pod. surprised? To recover, Rodriguez. okay, that's no. not even a me thing. That you have to admit that that was kind of amazing, it was kind of incredible. Yes,
2: yes, we we agree, um, but it's also a Liv Morgan
0: spot. So, hey, I was to say, so it's supposed to always stick out in your mind, Brooke, but hey, that's okay.
1: That was, well, also, other spot that was really cool you had Carmella and Oscar hitting like nine or ten kicks on Raquel before Raquel went out. Uh, Another shout that- out,
2: just as you said, Lana, everything Nikki Cross did in the ring, yes, she did everything. everything and then got eliminated. Yeah, it was a tragedy, but it, it's what happened. Um, do we think? Not that.
1: No, I want to be clear here. I'm not even going to ask if we think Oscar winning here was the right call. Obviously, it was. Obviously. Um, do we think the elimination order played out the way it should have? Because I think there are like two problems I have with it. But other than that, I'm okay with it.
2: See, interestingly enough, I, I think that's like. I don't know. I I don't go into an elimination match like looking at like the order being wrong. I think it was yeah. fine. I think the eliminations. Every elimination felt deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, it. first of all, you know, it uh helped Liv Morgan stay on top, and then there's uh, Raquel who had a really great spot and then got combination. A lot of these were like combination finishes, and then of course, you know, that basically protects a lot of wrestlers' durability or endurance, right? And so I thought most of the eliminations I'm less concerned about like the order itself, but the actual eliminations were very, very good. I just don't, I don't get that scrutinous with booking.
1: So I would agree with you to a point. The thing that I'm more interested in, in terms of like the order though, was one, when we got down to Carmela and Oscar, I don't think a single person watching the show thought Carmela even had a slight chance of winning. Uh, To me, that's when you would either put Raquel or Liv at the end because those are the other two that people were like saying had a shot to win this match that wasn't Asuka, even if it was like a slim chance.
2: To be fair to you, I think that there were six women in this ring and there was no one who had any thought that Asuka was not winning. So I mean, I do understand what you mean.
1: But in a world where Asuka, like let's say Asuka got injured and had to be taken out of the match, right? Liv and Raquel were like the second and third choice, maybe not in that particular order, but those were the other two that
0: people (laughs) even gave a shot. Right. I, I I don't agree with that honestly. I feel like okay. I think everybody in this match if something happened to Oscar, I think the field of course would have been wide open. Yes, I would I think live probably second, but We, as much as I don't, you know, care for her, Carmella's a champion. She's an ex champion. She has, she deserves to have a spot, just like Natalia deserves to have a spot. And I feel like it could have been any of them. Um, Would it have been as exciting to see a Carmella Bianca at WrestleMania? Maybe not, but or even a. Natalya Bianca at you know at WrestleMania, probably not. But if something happened to Oscar where she couldn't physically finish this match, I think any of them they would have had to build up a story around it or why this was the case. Now, but I think any of them would have been able to would have been okay to go. They would have just had WWE would have just had to figure out why it why it would make sense. To the fans now, and how they could hype it up a little bit more because they would have to put in the work to hype it up. Mm-hmm. But, um,
1: also, do we feel like, uh, just in general, comparing this to like previous women's elimination chambers, we touched on it a little bit. This is probably definitely in the top half for sure. Uh, I would argue it's in the top two, definitely. I think the only one that would maybe come close would be the one that Alexa Bliss won, like the first women's elimination chamber. Um, but outside of that, I think those are both like really good matches.
0: Mm-hmm. I think this I is a good completely match. Completely agree. Yeah, I think I think overall I enjoyed this match. I enjoyed the spots. I enjoyed everybody and what they did. So I think overall this is a good one. I would I would I wouldn't hate it. I don't hate it. So okay. <laughs> um, so let's move on. Oh wait, well, question now, since we do have our Women's Raw Championship set for WrestleMania. Do we feel like this is the time for Oscar? Is Bianca Belair ready for Oscar?
1: I brought it up when we were, I think during the Royal Rumble when we were talking about Asuka coming back. Asuka is currently 0-3 at WrestleMania. Um Bianca has won at WrestleMania twice now. As much as I love Bianca, and I really do. And I, she has had a fantastic reign. It has been delightful. It's time. Pull the trigger. Especially, it's Triple H. Like, Triple H pulling the trigger on, Come on. Come on. Pull the trigger on her. Give, give Oscar the belt. She deserves it. Um, I, as much as I would prefer her to be fighting Charlotte, because I feel like that would be more poetic. And I think it would be way more entertaining. And also, Oscar with that blue face paint with the blue belt would be so cool. Um... Oscar should win whoever she's fighting against at Mania and since it's Bianca unfortunately I think she should be Bianca.
2: Yeah, I mean she's beating Bianca. I mean
0: Oh, most you, definitely. You don't do what
2: you've done with uh, with Oscar recently and then you just go, "Oh yeah, but she'll lose at Mania." Only Vince would be that stupid. Has yeah. been has
0: been that stupid. And I agree with that. I, I like y'all know I love Bianca Belair. There's no secret I don't hide yeah. that fact that I love Bianca Belair. I and I agree with you, Brooke. She has a great reign. She's been champion for a year. Now is the time. If she's I say if she's going to drop it to anybody, it needs to be Asuka. Yeah. And Asuka deserves to have a great reign. I would say another year reign for Asuka so she can go from WrestleMania to WrestleMania too. And that'd be fine with me. But yeah, I I feel like this is the time. I think Triple H will not do what Vince did to Asuka. Let her be undefeated. then go to WrestleMania and lose like what? That makes no sense. So I think Asuka's winning at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. but Whatever. And and some now, it's rumors that somebody's turning heel on me. You think can Asuka really turn heel at this point? Because I really don't think she can. I think Asuka is one of those people who is like people are going to love her regardless of what she does. This is supposed to be her heel era anyway. Sorta of, kinda. But i am but she still has like everybody still loves Oscar. So
2: Yeah, she could go and dress up as, like, Sadako from The Ring, and people would still see her as a face. Like, unfortunately, that's just the reality of things. And because, of course, there's the language barrier, it's not like she can even go and say something that's so horrible or heinous that would get her instant heel heat. So, Mm. yeah, I definitely agree with you. This might be her attempting to be heal, but I don't think Asuka has an easy capability to be heal. It's very hard. It's probably not impossible, but hard. See, to Maybe me, this, managed by Paul Heyman.
1: This isn't even heel Asuka to me, though. This is Asuka with like this is like about as clear of a tweener character as you could possibly get. Okay. Because to me at least. Because one, she hasn't feuded with any faces yet. The only person she's really feuded with so far has been Carmella. And even then, that was like barely anything. Um, this has been Asuka focused on her end goal with a new persona behind it, right? And to me, you know, you could put Asuka up against Bianca, and you could put Asuka up against Charlotte, and you could put Asuka up against, like, freaking Shayna Baszler, whoever, right? Heel or face, and no matter what, that matchup will work because this character doesn't really care about picking a side here. It's more focused on Asuka's, like, presence and what she brings to the table. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, heel or face, tweener, whatever – I think Asuka definitely has, like, added a lot more character to the Raw Women's Division, a lot more depth to the division just by being back, for one, but to, like, creating this new... Well, not even new, like, bringing back an older persona into the company for the first time. And I think mm-hmm. that's definitely going to carry her really far. Uh, if she does turn heel at Mania, like, I'll, I'll love it either way. I, like, I, Wes is right. You can't hate on Asuka. I don't, I don't see a world where... <laughs> It's kind of like AJ Styles, like even if AJ Styles is a heel, we're still going to love his matches and we're going to love his in-ring work and we're still going to like appreciate what he brings to the table. It's the same thing here.
0: I mean, it's it's the same. I think I feel like Asuka is at that point where like I feel Seth Rollins is right now. Seth Rollins is one of those people like he's been heel, he's been face. And now he can just do whatever, and people are going to love Seth freaking Rollins. It doesn't matter if he's here or face. He's just going to love him. Same thing like what happened with the Undertaker. Same thing that happened with like Stone Cold. They can do anything. When you get to a point where the fans just like you, they're gonna always like you. It's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of people who get flipped. On. Some people get flipped on, and it is. Maybe, what maybe it is. Oscar can become vegan. <gasps> oh, it worked for Daniel, Daniel Bryan. It did work a- a- people still liked him even with his vegan face so it is what it is but but we move on to what I like to say was my favorite match of the night I really enjoyed this match it was one of my favorite matches to watch and it was the men's elimination chamber I thought this match had everything it was a lot of the holy moments that we want in these kind of matches and I feel like The men delivered with this when they came, with all the fire, all the smoke, all the heat. Everybody came through. I just, it was just a good match all around for me. It was my favorite to watch. So
1: emphasis on the smoke, just just for clarity. Emphasis on bringing the smoke because Montez Ford, oh my god, Montez Ford in this match was incredible. Okay. And also, when you were saying this was your favorite match, I thought you were going to go in like the order that they aired on the card, and like if Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, is oh, your no. Match oh no, oh
0: <laughs> no, But no, no, um, we w- I went in the order that we talked about on the recap. Yeah,
1: totally <laughs> got it. Um, but okay, so one, they made the right call with the belt here. As much as it irritates me, they made the right call. But unless they had Montez Ford win the belt, otherwise, right call. Um, but not only did we get the Montez Ford. John Morrison spot off the top of the chamber. Only a cooler version of the John Morrison spot, I might add. Um, You get freaking uh, the two uh, Topic and Helos over the top rope onto the limited. The way he landed, I legitimately thought he hurt himself, and he did it three times and I was cringing. Um, You got this amazing sequence where freaking Johnny Gargano hit a poison rana on Bronson Reed, which... I gasped, like you can ask Wes, I was like, <laughs> um, and also, for just for clarity, I think every single person in this match was incredible, uh, this is honestly a top three, top two Elimination Chamber for me now, I have seen all of them, I had that like Devil's Playground DVD when I was younger with all the Elimination Chamber matches on, on the time, and I've seen all of them since. I think the only other Elimination Chamber that could come close is, like, No Way Out 2008. Like, even this is just incredible from top to bottom. Everybody played their part here. Um, And they made the right call. As bummed as I am to say it, the right person won the Chamber.
2: Yeah, I will say I have to completely agree with both your sentiments. Uh, This is probably my favorite Elimination Chamber match. I've watched a good few, not all of them. But a good few of them, and I've I've really enjoyed this one specifically. I do just have to shout out. They didn't win the chamber like I wanted them to, but Montez Ford uh, probably had the best performance, uh, like almost of this year, um, so far for me. Uh, it, un- unbelievable work, unbelievable talent, unbelievable speed, uh, unbelievable precision. It, it's really, really ridiculous the level of wrestling we got to see. Uh, at the elimination chamber, specifically in the men's, it it almost made the women's feel a little bit underwhelming in comparison with uh, the pace, specifically. But I think that's more of a testament to the performers that we got to see in the men's uh, elimination chamber than any knock against anyone else. Uh, it was just that that high uh, that high pressure. So I only have I only have positive things to say about the elimination chamber. Even yeah. Austin <laughs> retaining.
0: Yeah, even like I said, I knew. I, I I was I was very much like I want Montez Montez for, for it to win. That was the want. That was the desire. That was what I wanted. But it, it was like if he doesn't win, we knew who was going to because who needed it most. And everybody, like we said on the recap, everybody else is pretty much set for WrestleMania on what they were going to do. Like Johnny Gargano needed a spot. If he would have won, I would have been okay with it. If Anybody else would have won. It would have been okay. That's how good this match was. That's how amazing the performance was because any of those men could have won and I would have been okay with it because it'd be like, it was well earned and well deserved in this match. They put on a show. Johnny Gargano had a breakout performance in my eyes. I thought he did great and Montez Ford great. Like you have to put your eyes on them. Now, if you weren't, if you didn't have your eyes on them before, you have to put your eyes on them now. And I feel like this shows how Montez will be as a singles competitor, which so exciting, so amazing. And I mean, they don't call Johnny Gargano Mister Wrestler for wrestling for no reason. He's put on a like when he did that spot off the top of the chamber and. It the, was so the Hurricane
1: Rana off Yes, the top. off the top
0: of the ch- It was okay. so crazy
1: So we were At an apartment with like six people Right, and Seth had Johnny up Like that, and I thought they were about to do That spot where he just like power bombs him onto the mm-hmm. Right, and it wasn't like Imagine he does the Hurricane Rana And like two seconds after this he pops out the Hurricane Rana I lost my mind uh, I don't think I have ever seen a spot in an elimination chamber outside of maybe the Undertaker MVP Choke Slam that I looked at and I thought that was so incredibly dangerous. Mm-hmm. Terrified for these people. Um, also, quick shout out: Montez Ford won the uh, Ring Gear of the Night award simply for that entrance attire. Was so Good, um,
0: may, may, uh, made by Bianca Belair, by the way. Oh, what's just that? put that up. Yes, yeah, she made that um, ring attire for him. Period,
1: they're so cute. I love them both. Love um, them. That could be the next WWE power couple if they left them, <laughs> like, just be. <laughs> Um, for sure. just imagine they do another mixed mix match challenge, and it's all these people that are in relationships, like married couples who dating. Oh, I'd, I'd uh, me, I,
2: I would love Lynch it! Give me Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins versus Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Here for it. Here give for me it.
1: Getting, um, like Edge and Beth Phoenix in there too. You can mm-hmm. even do like a couple with like Rhea and Dominic.
0: Like I would pop so hard. For that. Give me, <laughs> g- g- bring, give me Jay and Naomi. Bring them back. Exactly. Let's well, just do that. We got to get them an back first. We'll get them back. Get Johnny Gargano and Candice uh, Lerae. Let them do it. Jump. Th- get them in there. I will. I would be here for that. Let's let's Miss Marie. Bring them back. Let's bring them me, back too. Give me Liv
1: Morgan, Bo Dallas, and then you got a nice eight-person tournament, like eight-team tournament. We're here for it. Um, but. We do have to address the elephant in the room at the end of the chamber, involving a certain superstar <sighs> making his appearance. Um, I think that when okay when they were taking Montez Ford out of the ring, right? At first, I was like, oh, he actually hurt himself doing those suicide dives, and he got through it on adrenaline because it legit looked like he could have hurt himself. Um, but then he was getting carted out. I'm like, wait. No, this is WWE. They're doing shenanigans. They didn't throw up the X either. This is this is wrong. And then Logan Paul came out. And he still has a really pretty buckshot lariat, and it makes me mad. But, you know, the, regardless of how we feel about Logan Paul, because I don't think a single person in this particular trio of people are a fan of him, we can at least acknowledge that he is good in the ring and the match with Seth Rollins at Mania will be really good.
0: <laughs> it's going to be good. It's, it's it's I mean it's going to be good. I'm not going to take anything away from Logan Paul. Did I expect him to show up like that? Not in particular. I wasn't expecting that, but I'm not surprised by it. It's like okay, sure, he has to they have to Seth Rollins all had this right with him from, you know, and he, he never said, I want to fight Logan Paul at WrestleMania. It's always been like, Ugh, Logan Paul, oh, I'm just cold. And not talking about it. Now they had to give him a reason to say, yes, I want to fight Logan Paul. Like, you cost me my chain, my, you know, my my win at the elimination Chamber, blah, blah, blah. So now they had to set it up. They had to set it up. I get it. It, I I don't know if, I mean, I think the match is still going to be amazing between Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. It's going to be a good match because, as like you said, as much as we don't like him, he's good in the ring. He does good spots. He does some good things, some stuff that's going to be yeah. unique. And they, Strange
2: worry, but maybe you guys would feel the same. Is anyone else worried about Logan Paul potentially hurting themselves at WrestleMania? No. Uh, Logan know. Paul's pretty danger prone, uh, it seems. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, okay, he fought in three matches, and out of the three matches, (laughs) four matches now, he's only been injured once, uh, and it was the same injury. It was one match, and he had two injuries. Let's be clear, okay? Um, Because he didn't get injured in his tag match with The Miz. Yes, he he did. He
2: got concussed.
1: I don't remember hearing about that, but regardless, um, just, like, looking historically, if he does get injured, he has enough part-time dates where he could take off the time and heal up.
2: Yes, it's (laughs) just... something i've noticed uh, cuz yeah he actually did get concussed in that match not not terribly he wasn't out he didn't have to take any time out but he did get concussed enough to where i forget which uh pro wrestler veteran said this but it's like the boy needs to tuck his head in
0: mm-hmm. um i i think uh, he's very i think he's a little reckless with at times i think he lets the the hype of the crowd the adrenaline pumping through him and he gets a little reckless like he doesn't execute everything as Technical as he should like if you're going To jump off the top of Something onto a table Onto somebody You have to position your body where does it Doesn't just directly take that Blow and so I, I do think sometimes he can be a little Reckless I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he Got hurt in this match with Seth Rollins At WrestleMania because Seth Rollins Being the tech but I think With Seth, Seth Rollins being the technical Guy that he is he might be able to control the situation he might have to be the the ring general that logan paul i think needs because yeah, absolutely yeah.
2: i think again he's just new talent um and he's exceptionally talented and i think that he's definitely like trying to push past his limits but you know what mm. what else can you want more from a part-timer right it's like yeah they're only going to be here once in a while so might as well watch them like you know, burn up like Icarus, and he almost kind of reminds me of that type of figure. You know, I just hope he doesn't get his his wings too close to the sun. That's all. Yeah, I um, agree.
1: So, two last thoughts. Uh, unless anybody had anybody anything else in this particular match, one, I still hate Austin's, Austin Theory's finisher. It still looks like trash, and he still needs to make it feel more impactful. If you want to look at somebody hitting this move properly, check out Ty Dillinger when he was using it on the main roster. It looked way better. Um, but secondly. Just a quick reminder about Montez Ford. If if you have watched this match and you are not feeling similar things to like Kofi Mania right now about Montez Ford, I I really don't know what else to do with you at this point. Like just this man is so talented and we've talked about it forever. Like if you But Brooke,
2: we can't feel that way because Brock Lesnar's busy.
1: Stop that. Stop that. Okay, we're we're not talking about the 8-minute eight 8-second eight match, okay? I wish it was 8 minutes, I'll be honest. Um we just want I, okay. I want a to live in a world where the winner of the Royal Rumble next year is Montez Ford. That's what I want. I want I, because money in the bank would be too soon. Just give him give him time to have a nice blow-off feud with Angelo Dawkins, like a 3-month proper feud between the two of them. Have Montez Ford in that by winning the U.S. title. Hold it for a couple months. And by the time the Rumble comes around, he's dropped the U.S. title. And he is just getting up into the main event when he wins the Royal Rumble. That's what I want. I think they have enough time to build it up properly. Um, And also, this guy is destined to be a star. They just got to pull the trigger. And I really hope they do. Because they've done it before where you have people that are like right on the cusp of it. And then they shove them back down the card. Like, recently, I'm thinking of Liv Morgan. Uh, You know, that's just the most recent example where they've given a taste of the limelight and then the second they start proving themselves, they just get shoved straight back down the card for the familiar. And I really hope that isn't what happens here. I mean, honestly, you could even make an argument for Sami Zayn, as much as I hate to say it. I know it's only been, like, one show, but you know, he's been probably is the most over person in the company right now but he's gonna, I feel like, get shoved back down the card into back into like that mid-card tag team IC title reign area. And you have so many really talented people on this roster, inevitably there are gonna be people that are gonna get stunted, but you cannot blow
0: an opportunity like Montez Ford. You just can't. I agree. I agree with that. I, I hope they, they do, it, do what's right, because... I like I said, if your eyes were not on him before, they have to be on him now. I, I, we, we said the same thing about Gunther at um, Royal Rumble. If you weren't looking at him before, I mean, even though he was the IC champion, it's still sometimes people – he he was a sleeper champion in some people's eyes. Like some people didn't know who he was. If you don't really – but I feel like Montez is one of those people, if you weren't paying attention, you have to because he – just shows you what his potential is and just imagine what he could do if he's pushed to another level of, you know, with bigger talent and more, it's just, he just got to get better. So. That's- and uh,
1: while we're on the subject, one thing, uh, if you all didn't see, uh, they're doing that 20 person battle Royal at the Madison square garden show in March winter, that's going to be finding Goon through at mania fingers crossed for McIntyre or Seamus. Uh, do we think Austin Theory is fighting Cena? Is that like what we've collectively agreed on, or do we think it's going to be somebody else?
0: I will, I, I'm like 50% sure it's Cena only because since they started doing this whole press conference thing after the shows which I don't understand why we have to watch that or what's that about but he was asked about Cena and of course he was like why did everybody keep asking me about Cena why are we talking about Cena it's about me blah 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 i i I think you know Cena can never pass up an opportunity to tell you know some young kid hey you know I still got it, so I I think I'm I'm about fifty percent sure. I want to watch the rest of a couple of more weeks of like if something develops, if they want to put something else out there, but I I I still think it's probably Cena.
1: Well, we know Cena's gonna be coming back in a few weeks. They've already announced it, so I'm leaning more that way. The only thing I'm personally worried about is you know Phil because Cena's more into Hollywood now than he is WWE by clearly.
2: Um, mm-hmm.
1: where like a filming schedule thing could happen, and theory could end up fighting like Gargano at Mania or somebody else. Uh, I would love that much. Yeah, my
2: only want for John Cena is maybe when he comes back to have some hair transplant surgery. Um, <laughs> but but you know what? I would love to see Cena come back. Uh, I really love John Cena, and I loved him even when he was you know. Uh, Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. So yeah. I would really like to see him come back. You know the belt. eh, Doesn't need a belt, not at all. But it's gonna have a belt, I guess, uh, if it happens. And then also, of course, you know that leads to just another belt that Cena could potentially have for a while. So we'll see. We'll see.
0: So we'll, we'll like seven fifty
2: or something.
1: <laughs> we'll. If belt, it needs to be the icy title, just based on the fact that he's never had it, and. This man should be a grand slam, but he's not. But well, you know, hey.
0: But all right. Well, moving on. Let's go to the. I think we went to the Bobby Brock match next.
2: Hey Bobby, let's
0: hey, have Bobby. a seven
2: second match, Bobby. Oh, do we <laughs>
1: love Bobby? Um, what is this match? I, I'm so angry and so disappointed. Okay, because. Not only did they waste our time by putting this on the show, right, because uh, to me, if this match is not on this card, right, and even if we only had four matches, right, this show would be an A-tier show, like an A, A A-plus show. It was pretty much perfect from top to bottom. This match has taken it down to, like, a B-plus to me, because what was the point, right, the point was, okay, both of these two have a win over each other. We're going to decide who the winner is between the two of them, right? This feels like the second match to me, right? Like the, we're both going to fight, and then I can't beat you, so I'm going to get DQ, right? It was so lame. Not to mention the fact that Wesley made a valid point when we were talking about it a couple days ago, but... Um, in what world should Brock Lesnar be portrayed anything even remotely close to a face, right? And that's how they were kind of building it was that Bobby and Brock were neither one of them are on like a moral high ground, but Brock was like more on the moral high ground, I guess. And then you have Bobby, are like legitimately about to beat Brock, and because Brock doesn't want to tap out or pass out, he freaking kicks him in the garage, like. What does this accomplish? It makes them both look bad, because it makes Bobby look like he couldn't put Brock down, and it makes Brock look weak enough that he couldn't beat Bobby on his own. Like, what was the point?
2: You know, I think it just accomplished making Brock Lesnar look worse than he already did, and that genuinely is, is pretty satisfying for me. Um, I don't know what type of charade makeup games accordion of heel and face they were trying to play with this travesty, but uh, I can't say I enjoyed it. And on top of that, I agree with you, Brooke. I don't. I can't even understand the reason behind even putting it on the card. Uh, maybe the only reason is they wanted to have a, a feud amount to nothing than a wet paper bag. Like maybe that's why. I guess they they wanted to waste three minutes of our time. But that's that's as that's as much as I've got for you.
1: I mean, I will point out though, because this has happened since we recorded our predictions for Elimination Chamber uh Bray Wyatt challenged the winner of this match to a match at WrestleMania and Bobby did win this match by disqualification and then on Raw two days ago Omos challenged Brock Lesnar to a match at WrestleMania so it's not even like we're gonna get Bobby Brock at Mania again to like properly settle this we're not getting it like and uh, and also Omos Brock is going to be so bad it, it is going to be so bad <laughs> Um, but ugh.
2: the real question is, could it be worse than this? Yes. 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 A hundred
0: percent. Yes. yes. It probably Bobby will be, is which is pretty terrifying.
1: Bobby and Brock are in the ring.
0: Like, I don't. <sighs> okay. So I agree with you, Wes, on one point. This is match made Brock Lesnar look worse than he already is and it makes no sense for the build-up of Brock Lesnar to be what it is for him to stoop down to a level of kicking someone in the crotch to get out of a move blatantly in front of the referee like why would that he's supposed to be the big bad Brock like the conqueror, the beast, the, you know, all of that. And what beast is goes stoop down to a level of disqualification? Like, wouldn't you rather pass out than, than say I quit or do something low down like kicking him in the crotch in front of the referee for disqualification? That, that doesn't make any sense to me. This, this, this whole situation didn't make any sense to me. It looked weak. It made, B- Brock looked weak to me, because that's what you settled for. And honestly, I don't think it made Bobby look bad. I think Bobby looked fine because he had him beat. He was he had him beat. And if he would have helped, and he was holding on to it, if Brock didn't do that, Brock would have passed out or quit. You know, either way. Yeah. So I don't think this made Bobby look bad. This made Brock look bad. And I don't know if this was planned. Like that's that was the I the thought whole... it was a
2: botch at first. I well, thought I, it was I, maybe going for a kneecap and then they right. had to run with something. Cause it, it was that un like shockingly unbelievably bad.
0: It was it, it was, just didn't look right. I didn't it think was that so was so
2: dissatisfying that it left us questioning the point of it entirely. That's I worse will, than bad.
1: I will give them credit for one thing in this matchup. At least it was not long, because this could have been, like, ten minutes before that it was less than five. So there's that. Um, Also, apparently, uh, I don't know if anyone remembers where Brock did the F5 on the ref after the match. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was not planned. That was not something that was supposed to happen. Allegedly, the referee has a concussion now. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Brock got fined for it. So... Another thing that we have against Brock here, this is also second pay-per-view in a row where Brock Lesnar has uh, went off on a rough and got them injured off script. So there's that. See,
2: it um, sounds like they were trying to make him a cowboy and then he's just like, you know what? I would rather just be known as a douchebag. And you know what, Brock? You get you what you ask for.
0: I, I just, just I, yeah, I know how I don't like this man. I don't like his character i don't like the fact that he what, what yeah whatever what, what we you don't know? know what he's trying to be or like are you the conqueror are you the beast or are you the cowboy like what are you who are you i don't know who this man is i just know that he was supposed to be this big intimidating factor and he diminished his whole thing by kicking somebody in the crotch like to get disqualified that's yep. Kind of lame, and this was a wasted. Of you're, I feel like this is right, was
2: The perfect word to describe this entire part of the card: lame, lame. One word, lame.
1: I miss Brock's boombox. Brock that was that was his best time period in the company. Where he won Money in the Bank, and he had like the boombox decal on the briefcase. It was stupid, and he had no reason to have that briefcase. But I'm happy it happened. Um, hmm. Regardless, I'm just happy that hopefully this feud is over. Uh, I don't <sighs> care for it I don't care to see them fight again I, and honestly even if it's one of those things like it feels unfinished, good I don't I don't care, I, I feel nothing at this point let's yeah, move still... on from it like, we, and to be fair, we have talked about it longer than the actual match was at this point
0: like but, it, was, it was whack, it was lame, it was a waste of time, so we're gonna move on I'm done yeah, talking we'll be about just it just
2: like WWE creative and move on
0: Exactly. Um, what's next, y'all? Pick a match.
1: Versus The Judgment Day with Dominic Mysterio. Um, so, I, I will admit this is the one match on the card that I called wrong. He both got it right. Congratulations. Um, the thing that made, I, I, I to be clear, I thought this match was fine. I didn't have any major issues with it. I think the thing that I'm going to take away from this match is that even with Dominic helping Finria, right? They care so much about how strong they are booking Edge and Beth at this point in their careers. Um, because at this point, we figure we're probably going to get Edge and Finn Balor at WrestleMania, especially based off of what happened on Raw Monday. Um, but I mean, the match was good. Match was great. I I don't really like have any major issues with it. Was I it think. great
2: or was it just good?
1: It, okay, great and good. Like to me, it was a solid B plus. I think good is like a C to me. It, great, I don't think I. It it was a better than average mixed tag at a pay per view to me. Um, because you got the Shadow Machine at the end, which I lost my mind for. That was nutty. Then you had um the Brass Knuckles thing happen, which I thought was really cool. You have also Dominic this entire match was so funny and so entertaining. Um, loved the whole thing. And then you also have Finn and Rhea just doing what Finn and Rhea do best, which is cause chaos and sort destruction everywhere they go, which was delightful. Um, but Beth missing you on the near fall that she was supposed to break up was really distracting to me. Um, and again, can't blame Beth. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. But, you know, I, I, I can't. We, we do have to call it out because it was pretty blatant. You know, it was like blatant something that happened.
2: Yeah, it was but tough. Match
1: was yeah, match was good. Match was really good.
2: Yep. I, I very little else to say about that match. I thought it was fine. Uh, good match. Um, genuinely kind of felt a little bit more like filler, but I'll be completely honest. I think this feud has gone on a little too long. And I think going on to the WrestleMania, it's going to become way too long. Um, but of course, (sighs) by having Edge and Beth win, that means they're going to have to put it finally to bed at WrestleMania. You know, it's going to have to continue, but we'll see because we're moving into like a new point, right? After WrestleMania, we're going to see new storylines develop. A breath of fresh air is going to hit us. And so we're going to have to see how this all ends. Uh, but I'd hope it ends soon.
0: I mean, I think it is going to be just Edge fighting like Finn or something or Damian Priest now that he didn't win his match. So because Beth can't fight Rhea, Rhea's busy. Rhea's booked for WrestleMania. She's booked and busy, so she ain't got time for no, this feud any longer. Um, I think Edge might get into a match. It might be Edge and Ray against Dom and Finn or Dom and whatever. I think they might do a tag with that. Whatever. I, I I agree. I think the the feud should end. I wish it would have ended with this match, but we know it's not. Yep. But hopefully by WrestleMania it's just done and over. I don't know if they're trying to make Edge break up the judgment day like he started it so he can ruin it or what but hopefully by Wrestlemania we don't have to deal with any of this and I think Edge is I want Edge to be able to retire on his own terms and in his career how he wants to and I don't think he wants to end his career with this feud like I don't think this is the feud you go out on So I would hope not
2: this is is a very underwhelming feud to like retire
0: on Right, and I think he's coming to a his, his 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 career is coming to that end soon. But I don't think this is what I don't. I would hope this isn't what he wants to go out on. But if it is, yep. Speaking of, ahead. we know there is someone who wants to go out on
2: this feud. Where is Ray Mysterio? <sighs> what what is going on? We're not building this at all. But we know that this is probably going to be raised last year with his son, so this has to end. Is it not going to end at Mania? Is it going to end before or after? What's going on there, you know? If it
1: doesn't end at Mania, it'll end at SummerSlam. I think that would be like really poetic, because that's when Dominic came to the company of SummerSlam. Ray mm-hmm. has a lot yeah, SummerSlam himself. Um, and also, SummerSlam needs, like, that big crescendo match as well, and if it's advertised as, like, Rey Mysterio's final match, even if it's not loser leaves the company or loser retires or whatever, which we know he'd win. Um, I think that would be a good spot if they don't do it at Mania. I feel like they kind of have to do it at Mania because you can't really have Rey Mysterio retire anywhere else, I feel like. He's just that legendary and that iconic. Um, But on the subject of Edge and Finn, this, this feud I don't think has gone on too long. I think the problem with this feud is not necessarily the length. It's more of the fact that it's been spread out too long, right? Because in terms of the actual matches, they've only had, like, two or three. I think two total, right? This is the second match they've had in the feud. Third, if you count the Rumble, which I do not count the Rumble. So, you know, the, the in terms of, qu- like, length of the feud, in terms of, like, repetitiveness, it's not been repetitive, right? It's just, this has been going on... Since like what when did Finn ju- join the Judgment Day after SummerSlam last year? It, yeah, it, like August. It's the timeline that they have stretched this dude out over, yes. As, um, and I can understand them wanting to carry it into Mania because at this point you took it this far. Why not just finish the job at Mania? Sure. Uh, and Edge and Finn, if it is the match they go with at Mania, which is what it's looking like based off of Raw. I'll be fine with it. This is—it's going to be a really good match because both of them are super great in the ring. But yeah, they, they have stretched it pretty thin, and I, it, it better end at
2: Mania, please. If it doesn't, we would riot. No, <laughs> no,
1: no, it's easy. If Sami Zayn loses, we exit quietly in an orderly fashion. Like there, there was, yeah. a, that there was a sign at the pay per view. <laughs> but yeah, but. Uh, also uh i want to call out though two spots one edge and beth hitting the stereo educators in the match uh i love the educator it's one of my favorite submissions so i did kind of pop a little bit for that um but secondly just dominic mysterio leaving ringside and then coming back out like a minute later was so stupid but i loved it so much (laughs) um Because, okay, how many times have we seen the whole like, oh, person gets chased up ramp by tag team partner, and then other tag team partner loses match because they don't have their partner, right? We see that so often. I thought we were going to get a repeat of it, and then Edge just didn't leave. I'm like, okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, But I was entertained. I was pretty entertained across the board.
0: Yeah. It was a good match. I enjoyed the match. It was, like you said, a couple of problem spots here and there but I mean Beth and Beth had been in the ring in a minute minute so we expect a little you know I guess ring rust as they like to call it but you know she I think overall I think the match was an entertaining match I enjoyed it I enjoyed the spots. so I was glad I caught that right I was glad we caught that right because yeah um
1: one thing though I really loved the ending sequence with Finn and Edge because I thought it would be so easy for them to just have edge spear fin and then do the tag finish and whatever. but no, they actually made it longer. they made it feel like the match could go on a little bit more. Uh, also, not only did they hit a shadow machine in this match, they called it out by name on commentary,
2: which actually let's thought. let's give a quick aside to this. That's not the only strange thing that the commentary desk has been saying, right? Because we've been back to saying a code breaker. Uh, Yeah. No more face busters. Mm -hmm. You know, along with the shatter machine, I don't know exactly if that means anything. Someone's having, you know, maybe there's been some rule changes or whatnot. I don't know what's going on, but it is a little weird, isn't it?
1: Well, I think the big difference here, though, is the code breaker and the shatter machine themselves. Were both invented by Chris Jericho and FDR, um, formerly The Revival. If you're not familiar, um, so I can kind of understand the at least name, but like name value in the company that were first used by Chris Jericho in The Revival. So I can understand if that's what they're going to call them in WWE canon. It's kind of like how certain moves just have different names in different areas, like a Swanton in. WWE is a senton bomb in Japan, right? Like you just have different names in certain things, but I don't know. I am always a fan of the idea of FTR going back to WWE because Triple H is booking now and he would use them properly. (laughs) So
2: Yeah. Just a little, just a little strange, you know, just a little interesting. That's all.
0: Who knows? I look, I am ready for some, surprise returns and people who we haven't seen come back and people we thought would never come back come back so do what you got to do triple h talk to who you need to talk to read the palms of whoever you need to whoever palms need reason and bring people back here let's let's shake this stuff up because like we said before predictability is happening we need to shake it up a little bit make the universe go wait what Yep. Look Didn't how successful
2: Cody Rhodes' return was. Also,
1: who else would have preferred having Cody Rhodes and Baron Corbin on this card instead of Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar?
2: Oh, saying. Of course. Every human being alive. Please. I would have rather taken Cody Rhodes than a
0: mop. Um, I, I, I would rather have Doink the Clown come back and fight the Brooklyn Gordon Brawler.
2: Paul- El- <laughs> No, I'll, take, I'll take the return of the Boogeyman.
0: The Boogeyman versus uh, the IRS guy or something. Teddy DiBiase can come back. Anybody would have been better than that match. But, yeah. So, we go to the main event of the night. we Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn in Montreal in front of all of Sami's family and friends and fans. And I'm going to let y'all talk about it because I. Uh, Well,
2: I would love to start it off uh, with a very simple sentence. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Triple H didn't have the balls. And that's all I can Mm -hmm. say. That's what I had predicted. Mm -hmm. I had predicted that maybe he would he would blow away my expectations. And unfortunately, we're going to get the same booking, the same boring only at Mania. No, that's all right. It is what it is. Uh, we'll see Sammy return to the midcard, perhaps. Maybe not. Maybe he'll surprise me. But I definitely will say, I, I definitely felt a blow. This was, it was definitely the one match that felt wrong.
1: So, as, based off of the three of us and how we have predicted things in the past, I am definitely the most cynical when it comes to WWE, uh, and how I, uh, t- to borrow a phrase from Bo Burnham, lower your expectations is like my general... Rule when it comes to predicting and booking, um, and I gotta be honest, and I and at the time because Wes and I talked about it on the ride back to his house, uh, Saturday night, uh, like Wes was very upset, (laughs) and I was trying to like, hey, you know, we're not at media yet, we don't know what can happen between now and then, you know, whatever. As time has went on, I am happier and happier with this outcome, and I'm not even gonna lie, um. Because it made Sammy look like a million bucks. Uh, he beat Roman in the ring. The ref was just down. It is what it is. One. Two, it makes Roman look even more... Like, the on look even more fractured than they were before. Which is really good for Jey Uso. Um, you know, I would love to see the Usos fight in a singles match at Mania. Like, personally, I think that would be really cool. It'd be really great. Um, But the the big part that I really enjoyed about this match was the ending. Uh, And not the the ending of the match, but the post-match stuff with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, And also, especially after the segment on Raw that we had on Monday where Kevin Owens was like, yo, I didn't do it for you. I did it for your family. So they didn't have to see you get beat up the way I got beat up at the Royal Rumble. Right? And that made it more believable, more real, and less predictable to me. But also, I will admit, I was kind of bummed that, you know, Pipe Dream didn't happen. I would have loved for Sammy to win the belt here. But I think long-term booking-wise, Cody beating Roman will be way more satisfying than Cody beating Sammy. Um, Because we know if Sammy would have won here, right, we know Cody's winning at Mania no matter who he's fighting. Sammy winning and having the belts for a month would be way less satisfying than Cody taking them off of a guy who held them for two and a half years. So, as much as I love Sammy and I think he deserves that world title and he deserves to be in the main event and he all of that, this was not the right time based off of the other circumstances around it for Sammy to just win. I think if you have Sammy on night two and Cody on night one for each individual title belt, that would work better. Like this particular show not the time
0: yeah yeah I didn't like it because y'all you know I picked Sammy I wanted Sammy my heart wanted Sammy everything in me wanted this to be for Sammy to win this too because I felt like it just would have been the icing on the cake for this story but in that i understand why because i agree with you brooke sammy having a belt for a month then losing it to cody would have been very unsatisfying and it would have did cody a disservice because the fans would have turned on cody there is no doubt about it the fans would have turned on cody if he beat sammy Zayn after a month of holding the belt after this long storyline and all this buildup happens and then Sammy wins, then loses. It wouldn't have been good for Cody, which is not what the company wanted because Cody making his grand return, coming back and going th- and finally getting the, the, the belt that he's, that has eluded him and his family. He wants to do it for his, you know, for everybody. He's the American nightmare. He wants to do it for the American dream. da it wouldn't have been satisfying for everybody if Sammy wanted this time and then dropped it to Cody the month later. So I get it. Does it suck? Yeah. Cause I still wanted Sammy to get it. Like why would they book this? I feel like they, if they were not going to let Sammy win the belt, they shouldn't have ended this story so soon. Like they should have continued the whole bloodline story up until, you know, a little longer. And, and, I, I don't know how they could have done it because I, like I, like we've been saying, Roman's going to lose the belt at at WrestleMania. Then he's going to go away for a while. I think he's going to go, you know, take a nice long break, which I feel like he deserves and needs at this point. Cause the man right. still has some, some medical things that he still has to deal with. And he's been doing this thing for, he's been champion for two years. So he still needs to, you know, let his body heal and break or whatever. So I don't know how they could have done it, but I feel like if you weren't going to if you're not going to let Sammy get the belt, why why break up the story? Why? But I get it. It's it's, it's a whole convoluted myth, And I feel like all the timing was off and on, you know, just weird. But it's okay. It's okay. Sammy couldn't win. Roman won. Cody's going to win at WrestleMania. Sure, great. But I still need to know what happens with Sammy and Roman. Are they going to have another match? Is there going to be some kind of conclusion to this story? Because I still feel like it's open-ended to me. To me, it still feels open. I don't know about y'all. It just doesn't feel complete. And it, I think, I, and we- I
2: completely agree. And I think what we're going to see, Lana, is we're going to see either a really great ending or we're going to see a terrible ending. And specifically, I think it's all about it's actually not about Roman and it's not about Sammy at this point. Okay. It's actually about the Usos. It's Jay. Mm-hmm. And we'll see, because if he goes and defaults back to the bloodline because Sammy speared him and we get a mediocre tag match that's well wrestled, but storyline is just mediocre. If we get something like that, then that's going to be the dissatisfying ending that I'm unfortunately kind of seeing uh, turn out. But if we see, you know, Jay do something unique or interesting, maybe like Jay and Sammy do something, you know. Something that actually builds off of the years of story that we've seen, then perhaps we're looking for something that's maybe more in the mid card, but at least it's a very, uh, a very nice end to the story. Because that's all we want. Yeah. We want to see Sammy finish the story, just like Cody will. Exactly. I agree. Um,
1: as much as I would prefer for Sammy to fight Roman, a, uh, you know, for the universal title at Mania on night one. Um, not in that one night too, because you know we we have all dis- discussed. Um, like if they were to do the two matches, Cody winning the WWE title on night one and then sammy winning the Universal title on night two would be way more thematically satisfying.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: if they don't do that and they give us Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos, which I don't want it as much, but I would be okay with it. I think it would still like thematically work. I think it would definitely work better if it was Jimmy and Solo instead of Jimmy and Jay. I think that would look way better. Uh, you could even do that with like Jimmy and Solo versus Finn and Kevin and having Jay as like the special referee. You know, like make the tag titles like freebird rule, whatever. Because mm, the whole bloodline. Um, but at this point, predicting what they're going to do with Sami Zayn at Mania is way less interesting to me than just watching it. Happen. I think we're gonna. Just have to hold on to the reins and just see where Triple H takes this one. And as much as I would love for it to go a certain way, and I think it, there are definitely better ways than others, we have six weeks until Mania, and we're just going to have to hold on tight and enjoy the ride and just yep. see what happens. Um yep. and no We have what... a bunch
2: of title reigns. They are roaming with Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see about where that ends up. <laughs> um,
1: also, to discuss the match, which we didn't even really talk about the match. Uh, match was great, top to bottom. It was immaculate. Yep. Um, one of, uh, you know, we, we don't really talk about Roman Reigns in ring work very often because his character work has been so good for so long. But Roman Reigns has mastered the kick out at 2.99. Like, mm-hmm. there were some near falls. Again, and I, like I told you at the Royal Rumble wwe does not get me very often into the mindset of oh my gosh this person could actually win roman has gotten me twice in the past two shows so props to him <laughs> but when you i can't remember the exact spot but i think it might have been like a holova kick or something but sammy went for the cover it was one two and then like right before the referee hit the mat it was when roman kicked out it was so good um Roman spearing himself through the barricade at ringside. Also very satisfying to watch. Um, the only part of this matchup I didn't really enjoy was the JSO stuff at the end because in terms of the ending of that, like Sammy accidentally spearing Jay and then Roman capital whatever. like are we are we not beyond that as a company at this point? Like the accidental distraction where you accidentally hit the person who might be working with you? And that costs you the match. Like Triple H you are a better booker than that. You could have booked this this ending better, I feel like. But it is what it is. I we can't be like Kim Uh, the match itself was great. And I'm very interested to see where it goes from here. Because we still got five more five and a half more weeks in Homania. So
0: Yep. Yeah. We'll see. I think, yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen, but we just have to sit back and watch match was great. I enjoyed the match overall. It was great. And the outcome had to be the outcome for what had to happen at mania. So it's great. It's fine. Overall. I think this elimination chamber was very, like we said, very much top tier. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I was entertained the entire time except the one match, but I went and got me something to eat at that point. So it didn't really matter. Um uh Yeah, but I, I, I enjoyed this. Hopefully this is all the trajectory of what is going to happen. And at WrestleMania, we're going to get, see, this is, this is the thing I always fear about this WrestleMania. Now that they do the two night. WrestleManias, is that one night is really good. And then the other night is kind of lame. So hopefully we don't have that, but I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens though, because right now a lot, there's a lot left open and up in the air for a lot of matches.
1: Well, right now we had three matches officially confirmed for Mania. Mm-hmm. And the two Royal Rumble matches and Bianca and Oscar. Um, we assume we're getting a couple like Seth Rollins Logan Paul is pretty much confirmed mm-hmm. at uh, Balor is probably going to happen something involving Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens the Usos something involving the Sami Zayn and the Bloodline people that's probably going to happen as well uh Gunther's defending the IC title against somebody and then probably John Cena and Austin Th- But you know that's only about like eight matches and there's a lot more card to fill here So, uh I assume we're probably going to get the women's and men's battle Royals to fill out the people who aren't used elsewhere. Uh, we could get something with Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa Ali, just based off of the match they had on raw last two days. ago. Boy,
2: would I love to see it. Talk about two great wrestlers. I, I would well, love too, to see that.
1: You need to watch the match they had on raw because <laughs> the ending was so good. And also the right person. Fantastic. won. I was very happy about that. Watch that match. is great. Um, but also noteworthy, omissions so far. Uh, Becky and Lita possibly fighting damage control at WrestleMania, which I'm here for it. Get Lita. I wouldn't the be mad at
0: that. I, I wouldn't mean, be mad at that.
1: Else on their team because it's going to be a three on three if they do it. Um, any personal picks as to who you would prefer teaming with Becky and Lita, other than Trish Stratus, which I know is the free oh. answer.
0: <laughs> I-, I-, I was just going to say Trish Stratus, but you know. Um, I'm trying to think. They're in Hollywood. No, oh gosh, no, I don't have anybody. I mean,
1: I would, I would personally love to see Naomi come back.
0: I mean, I, my, I, I can't do it to myself again. They, <laughs> they I, I refuse to do it to I, myself again because Royal Rumble was just heartbreaking, and I was very hopeful, very, very hopeful. And, and they buy- shat, and I got Nia Jax, and that's just like gross, gross. <laughs> that was, that was, that was so sad. That was the yeah.
1: sad.
0: so. So yeah, no, I'm not gonna do it to myself. Everybody knows where I would love Na- Naomi to come back, but I'm not going to hope for but, it. I'm not gonna wish for it. I'm not gonna even ask for it.
2: Overall, how did you guys feel about Elimination Chamber? Where would you put it? Overall, the entire card together, love it, hate it, like it. Love it. Yeah, um, I agree.
0: I, I love it.
1: I don't. I don't think I loved it. I think Bro- Brock and Bobby really brought this pay per view down.
0: I, I refuse to let one match tear it down for what it was because I feel like the performances in this card, like everybody was doing their part. I think that one match is not the bringing it down. It just was. It was the filler match of the card, and. I would well, still say I loved it because I was very much entertained throughout the entire show. I would still give if I gave it a grade, I would give it an A. Just an A, so not A plus. You
1: liked this pay per view more than you like the Royal Rumble. That's my question.
2: Uh, for me, definitely, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> I <probably laughs> I did enjoyed the Royal Rumble more. I don't know if that's because I love the Royal Rumble as a match more than like the elimination. But I, I mean, I, overall.
2: Yeah, I watched Montez Ford kick someone twice in the head, and I liked it more than the entire Royal Rumble. Fair
0: enough.
2: He's that talented. I'm sorry. It, um, yeah.
0: Dude. I must say, if if I looked at the overall of it all, the overall Royal Rumble versus this overall elimination chamber, yeah, I I enjoyed this chamber yep. overall more than the Royal Rumble.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Um, also, just shout-outs to the, the Montez Ford, like, upside-down Spider-Man, like... <sighs> Come
0: off
1: ...the chamber. Oh, my God.
0: Give that, this man a title, please. <laughs> yep, please. We all no. agree. Give this man a title. Yeah, way. give him a title. Uh, he needs one. But, yep, yeah, that's going to do it, y'all, because I feel like we've talked about it enough. WrestleMania is coming. We don't really, like we said, the three that we know for sure, the others are up in the air and coming together, and, you know, we'll figure it out. Like, we've got six weeks to WrestleMania. Yep. And I'm, ex- I'm excited to see how it comes out. We'll be back to talk about predictions for WrestleMania once the card starts to form, and we know for sure who's going to be there. Um, I'll ask this question, like I like to ask a question before we leave. Do we think this WrestleMania, what do we think this WrestleMania is going to fall? Is it going to be good, great, eh, or horrible?
1: This WrestleMania has Potential to be the best WrestleMania since like WrestleMania 31. Mm-hmm. Um, not better, just based off of what we know could happen, uh, and based on the quality of people that are in this match in general. Um, I, in like the things that we think are going to happen in the card that we already have shaping up, this has all the potential in the world to be outstanding. Okay, so I am quite excited for the show. That's just me. Uh, and we'll see what happens, you know mm-hmm.
0: what's what you're thinking. Think? I'm thinking it'll be good okay i I think i'm I'm going to go with good with potential, yep, yeah, it's good with potential right now. It could turn out to be exceptional, but right now I'm good with potential so well that's that's gonna do it for us, you guys. Thank you for watching um, you know what to do. like share subscribe, follow if you enjoy our commentary. Leave us some comments. Tell us what you think. How you think WrestleMania is going to shape out. Um, tell us what you think. We're open to hear it and love to read it. Um, follow us on at the cup underscore reality on Twitter to find out when this is going to drop and when all of our other content is going to drop. We're talking everything from wrestling to drag race and everything in between because you can't get no further from wrestling and drag race, but everything in between. We got it for you. Um, if you want to be a part of the show, DM myself, DM Logan, DM anybody on this panel. If you just want to talk about something, we'll make it happen. We'll get to, we'll, t- you know.
1: Huh? Yeah, he doesn't have a twitter
0: <laughs> I mean yeah. anybody <laughs> who has some, one of the people down here you know if you want to talk wrestling with us DM me or smash 3am smash and um and, or you know let us know if you want to talk wrestling with us we would love to have you we would love to hear your ideas fresh new ideas cause you know why not and um that's it thank you so much and uh Cheers everybody. All
2: Cheers, right. you guys.
0: Cheers. Cheers, Cheers, y'all. Bye. Bye. You bye. bye. See ya. Bye. Bye bye now. Shopping. Yep. On- oh, my Etsy shop. Always shop at the Etsy shop. Leak in the box.